brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. It's sippin' time. Yes, it's sippin' time again. Hello and welcome to this Sips episode where everything good in life is worth discussing. As always, we are the best thing on at 2 a.m. Fact. This used to be a one-hour show, but in an effort to be more accepted into the EU, we're going to be converting to metric, so this is a one-meter show. I don't know if that works. I'm not sure that that converts like that. Well, then, you know, I mean, other people left, so there's a spot open. I figured it would be worth a shot. Maybe we can, you know, you know, get stuff from Europe cheaper. Uh, I don't get a so. 700 milliliter show. <laughs> uh, see, yeah. that's where I'm, that, that's where that's where they lose me in yeah, Europe. They short as 50 milliliters. Yeah, their bottles are smaller. Like, what the hell is wrong yeah. with you people? How right? How does that happen? You go to Australia, you can buy a four and a half liter bottle of bourbon and Germany. Ooh. But yeah, go to Europe and and bottles are seven hundred. That's just now you can you can get the four you can get the four point five liters in Germany. It's just you can't get the four point five liters in Florida. Maddening. Yeah, I wish. <laughs> well, this is Made Man Bob, and joining me today are Made Man Brent. Yeah, always a pleasure to be here, especially for the fall shows. And Made Man Maury. Good morning. Another beautiful day in the basement. And good old boy Justin. Good morning, Bob. Today is going to be a great day. A great day. Great day. Great, great, great day. And good old boy, Army. <laughs> I'm still mad that I missed the BTAC show, and I want you all dead. But, you know. Thank you. That, thanks for having me today. Thank you. I will hang my head in shame for that. Well, somebody couldn't fit it in their schedule, so. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, work. I, have to, I have to work nights, you people with your day jobs. Jeez. Yeah. Says the guy who has the store who gets the VTech into the store. So, okay. <laughs> not enough. Yeah. Not enough for me to open my own bottles. Cheap bastard. All right. Well, Brent, Maury, and myself <laughs> with the Bourbon Mafia. The Bourbon Mafia is a nonprofit organization with uh, composed of bourbon enthusiasts and industry professionals. With representation in eight states and two continents, our members combine a love of bourbon with a passion for charitable work. The group uses their love of our native spirit to raise money for local and national charities through rare bottle auctions and other themed events. You can check them out at the Bourbon Mafia on Facebook. Our show is also sponsored in part by the Fort Lauderdale Whiskey Society. To find out more about the society and their events, you can visit them at ftlws.com. Of course, right now with COVID, there are no damn events. Oh, oh no, we opened up now. We're open. We can have anything we want. Good luck. Yep. Uh, I don't think so. I had plenty of Zoom tastings, like everyone else. I, I think we should do keep doing the Zoom tastings for a little bit. I'm yeah, still oh, I'm sure that, not yes. convinced that all this COVID stuff is a giant, fast conspiracy, yeah. and that it was created in a basement lab somewhere in the headquarters of Zoom. Mm, <laughs> oh, that's why that it's, makes that's, sense. That's why it's going worldwide. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't. That's here. what I'm telling you. Zoom. Zoom. Think about it. Who is the multinational one, conglomerate? What is the one company that really did well at all of this? Okay, I mean, other than hand sanitizers and face masks, it's Zoom. All right, we're on to you. Mm-hmm. 
And our show is also sponsored in part by Fine Spirits in Cooper City, Florida, home of the automatic machines serving great wines, whiskeys, and other spirits by the glass. You can find them at finespirits.net or on Facebook at Fine Spirits. It's facebook.com slash Fine Spirits. By the way, uh, Fine Spirits would like to uh, disavow any conspiracy theories right now. Weird. Don't come for us. Please zoom. zoom. I didn't say anything. It's too late. I've already sent them your email. You're, you're, you're banned. So our sip segments are all about wine, distilled spirits, tea, coffee, and today's episode is our uh, fall release number two episode. And here are the whiskeys we're going to be discussing today. Uh, from the folks at MGP, we have the Remus Reserve number four. From Little Book, we have their chapter four. With Old Forester Birthday Bourbon 2020. With the, the Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond Spring 2020, the Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond Fall 2020, and from the folks at Brown Foreman, the 2020 release of King of Kentucky. So why doesn't Scotch have a, like a, they don't have a big release every year, do they? Hardbag, really? It's the only one that no, has No, Lafroy, yeah, Hardbag, Lagavulin, they all have face. Yeah, face but it's not like, you know, like, but I mean, in the fall, we have we have bourbon, but oh. Scotch doesn't really have a season, like they just, they go, well, okay, Iowa does. In yeah, May, they have that's what Yeah, that's what oh, okay. When the fish is going, every all all the stuff that you have, Brent, all the smoky peaty, uh, all releases all their new high end stuff uh, for I'll the re- fish. I remember that. So the May releases. Also, we've got a fall release of Glenmoe coming up. We've mm-hmm. got the uh, distillers. Uh, we got those. Uh, we might have Diage some of that Glenmoe on the way in here. The cake, just be nice. the cake coming. Oh, that would be nice. Yes, we might. We I'm might have some. Like a little schoolgirl. Oh. Well, awesome. it's because you're wearing that outfit. I mean, yeah. well. I- <laughs> It's I like, thought I'd you know, keep it spicy today. I thought maybe you were like trying to channel, you know, one of the guys from ACDC, but you know, it's a skirt, dude. I mean, my I, kilt, my kilt shrunk in the wash. It's like a Catholic schoolgirl gone <laughs> bad in that outfit. So I'm not sure what's worse, him or Mister No Pants. <laughs> Brent doesn't own pants. I don't not even own them. I don't even own them, so I'm I'm okay there. Yeah. Well. Keeps him from not going the rest to of the country, not the rest of the country, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely keeps him from going to church. No, it doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that usher at the door said it did last Sunday, so <laughs> they, they pray for me there. <laughs> oh, that, we all do. In our he special, can get away with it in virtual church way. for sure. Well, we're going to be tasting, discussing these whiskeys, and rating them with these signature sounds. So, we're going to be uh, having our resident expert, Justin, give us our ratings. All right. Today, we're going to be tasting and discussing these whiskeys and rating them with these sips ratings, plus our Sounds signature like sounds. Show. It's like John Davidson. <laughs> Here are those ratings now. It's time for the Joker's Wild. Yeah. Don Pardo. That's right. One sip. Give me a glass of water to wash out my mouth. I don't feel the pain. Though. No, I seem very amused. Yeah. Two sips, nice. But what else do you have? Still not buying it. Yeah. Three sips. Hmm. Interesting. What was this again? Interesting. Now we have four sips. Let's keep this secrets to ourselves. Pour me another. You want to phone a friend or... Come on down. Five sips. Oh, my. I was unaware anything could be this good. 
<laughs> just oh not working. No, no, no. Gene Rayburn is spinning in his grave right now. <laughs> and he was the king of match games, so, you know, you're you're soiling his his memory with that horrible 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 just Dude, you are not that old much older than me how do you remember gene rayburn that you pulled that match out. game you didn't watch match game i watched match, match game. game was awesome i did come on the only game show host better let's face it the greatest game show host that ever lived i love those that chuck wand, that wand mic. Yeah, it's like the like 14 inch mic chuck barris was king chuck woolery from the dating game chuck barris no no no, Wolf, no chuck nothing. barris Chuck Barris and and his biography. You just kind of hope he really was a hitman for the CIA because that would just make it even cooler. Absolutely, you know, doing the gong show in the day and whacking spies at night. Come on. All right. Well, moving on from our game show theme. So this is the second of our uh, 2020 fall limited release uh, episodes. So all of us, all of us on the show, really look forward to this time of year. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. of course, in 2020, we look forward to. Just about dang anything. <laughs> Just to get out of the house. <laughs> Look forward to getting out of the house. I, I go out and watch the guy pick up the garbage. You know, yeah, that's the most exciting a, thing happening. Puts out a lawn chair. Pulls but for the a fall drain. bourbon uh, season, it's really an exciting time since you aren't really leaving the house for the rest of the year. Anyways, grab yourself a glass, grab yourself a dram, have a seat, and you can sort of vicariously live through us for the next 52 minutes. Oh, wait, no, it's metric now. 52 centimeters. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Millo. That's not going to convert. Keep yeah, milliminutes. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> and remember, the easiest way to keep from touching your face in this time of uh, great thing is to have a glass in each hand. So That's what, that's what I do all the time. Yeah, we know. That's why you don't wear pants. So, <laughs> can't pull them speaking up. of no pants, we're going to have Brent tell us a little bit about our first whiskey. Thanks, Bob. Our first whiskey is the Remus Repeal Reserve Series 4. It's 50% ABV and nice 100 proof. This annual limited edition release from MGP is named after George Remus, the self-proclaimed king of the bootleggers, an inspiration for the great Gatsby. The Remus Repeal Reserve Series is now in its fourth year and allows MGP's assortment team to draw from their most exceptional reserves to experiment with different medleys. Series 4 showcases a lineup of 12-year-old bourbons comprised of a melody, a medley of two mash bills from 2008. One is a, it's 77% bourbon. It's a, a, made up of 21% rye and a 23% bourbon made up of 36% rye. So you got the two different bourbons there. They blended together and stuff. Um, the color of this one, am I going to say topaz? No, brown. that's the wrong one. Brown? Mahogany. Mahogany, yeah. This is a nice, <laughs> nice, this is a nice copper brown, nice copper color, penny color. Um, I like this. Uh, the nose, beautiful, beautiful, rich caramel. It's got this candy, candied uh, fruits on it. Nose is excellent. I love this nose. On the palate, you get, you get the baking spices, you get some oak. You get, a, you get a little bit of rye. You get that vanilla. You got a little bit of cherry on there. And the finish on this one does not quit. This is smooth. I mean, it just it just draws you in. It coats your mouth. It fills you. It's just a nice smooth. doesn't want to stop. You don't want to stop drinking it. You're just, uh, matter of fact, I'll have another sip now. What was the color you know? of it? Yeah, it was a uh, copper penny color. Is it true color. that we have to bring our own water? <laughs> we got a little rule back home. If it's brown, drink it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was beautiful. I mean, this is something. I wish we had it down here. Uh, I I love it. I mean, I, 
I want to go after this and get this. This is better than so many different, you know, store picks that people are doing, you know, and running around and getting MGP. But, yeah, well, we'll talk about it a little bit more in a minute. Hey, and we're back, and we are discussing the uh, Remus Repeal Reserve series number four. And uh, Brent was just uh, waxing poetic on how happy he was. What do the rest of you guys think? I really enjoyed this one. Um, I remember drinking the rest of the series. And so far, this one's my favorite. And um, it's really well balanced, and it's complex, and it makes like a really firm flavor statement it's like uh full rich hit you but not too hard what do you think harm i'm just trying to figure out the fruit in this one i i love it and i i keep coming back to it and nosing it and it's like the candied fruits are there but i can't really it's not like a, a fruit cake type of candy fruit that's i don't know what it is well, you do definitely get cherries on it. i get cherries on it for sure it's, it's almost like floral as well and um well the baking yeah. spice i actually got on the nose as well yeah it's beautiful. I'm just chewing it. That's like, it's just so good. I love it. What do these cost? Do anybody know? No idea. I've never seen them in Florida. No. It's How worth it. It's supposed to come to Florida. It's right? worth Remus? it, whatever it is. You've seen it, Maury? No, I have not seen it in Florida. Um, and I have no idea what the, what the retail is. But it is a beautifully made bourbon. I think uh, both Brent and the notes are spot on. Uh, the candied fruit and spice really comes through nicely. It does remind me a little bit of a fruit cake, but uh, the but it's, uh, it's not the same. It's not that that you know candied pear and cherry. It's maybe this candied cherry there, but there's definitely cherry. There's definitely a lot of toasted oak, baking spice. Um, it, it it drinks actually a little hotter. It's not too hot, but if I had to guess the proof, I'd guess it was a uh, one ten or one twenty. Yeah, what, yeah, that's what you'd think. It's definitely yes. got a little really? more heat and a little yeah, more body little, to it that you'd it expect does. from a higher proof whiskey. It does. And you know, all these people are getting MGP to do their own single barrels and stuff, but gosh, I see you, can't, you looking at me. Yeah, mine was really good, dude. You can't compare to this, though. No, I mean, mine, it's, mine was a five and a half year old barrel. Well, they're not yeah. offering us yeah. 12. No, I understand years. that, but I don't know. The fruit that I'm getting, if, if you remember when you were a kid, you would go into the grocery store, you know, in the winter when everybody was making fruitcake. And they would sell the little containers with the candied cherries and the, you know, all the candied fruit that you put in the fruit cake, yeah. all sticky and covered in that syrup. That's the fruit that I'm getting. It's not so much the fruit that, cake that, itself. That's just a bunch of sugar. That doesn't taste like it to me. This this has no. got something else. No, it's got that. And there's like a tobacco note that Brent didn't mention mm-hmm. either. That's coming out now with air. I get that more on the nose. So I have no idea. Well, there's a whole bottle over there, man. They they're very generous with their samples. Thank yeah, you, Remus. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I, I get the tobacco on the tip. Yeah. And then I get it's more of a I'm gonna revisit this one. This is so complex. Again. I yeah. want to keep coming back to like it. old leather. I know it is. It's yeah. you you want you just keep wanting more and more. I mean this one is yeah. it was like it really is one of those ones that whoa, that was really nice. I want to have every some time more, I you know, revisit there's more notes coming out. This is yeah. very yeah. pour yeah. me another. Well again, we've done we've done two and three. I don't remember if we did one, but I know we've done two and three because I still have a little bit left. Um, I think I, this, this is might, this is the best one they've done so far. I, I, Absolutely, I, I love it, but I think this might be off-putting some people who want more fruit. It's because it is that twelve-year-old age. It's going to have less fruit to it, some more oak, 
I, I, but I think it's fantastic. I well, I don't talk to those people. Yeah. <laughs> I have to talk to people I don't like. I'm sorry. I like people. Well, that's why you're here, to talk to us. That's right. <laughs> uh, don't give me attitude, sir. Yeah, that's what I say to them. Well, we're going to be giving the uh, Remus Repeal Reserve Series 4 a well-deserved five sips. Yes. Oh, my here, here. Yes. All right, so we're going to be moving on to our next one, which is the little book, Chapter 4, Lessons Honored. We're going to have uh, Harm tell us about that one. Why, thank you, Bob. You're welcome. This is good old boy Harm telling you about the little book, Chapter 4, Lessons Learned. 61.4% ABV, 122.8 proof for the people who are mathematically challenged. This is the fourth release in the annual Little Book series by, uh, from Freddie Beam, the eighth generation Beam family distiller. Like the previous chapters in the acclaimed Little Book series, Lessons Honored continues to be uh, delivering on the nose passion for creating first world, first to world? What does that mean? Yeah, Whatever. High quality blended whiskeys, while also honoring the, fam- the Beam family legacy. Freddie said that this year's release is an ode to my dad and the lessons he has passed down to me about bourbon and life and which I hope to pass down to my own children. That's very sweet. That's that's cloyingly sweet. This release is a blend of the He's following. so warm, isn't he? He's just, you know, it's <laughs> it's like it's like sitting next to a Hallmark card with this one here. I you know, all I want to pass down to my my daughter is a little inheritance and she can go on her own. Yeah, let's be be good. What lessons she learned from me? You're lucky you didn't pass down some of the other well, things. Only, you the only lesson she needs to learn from me is don't do what dad did with his life. That's it. Yeah, well, thank, thankfully, because of antibiotics, you didn't pass that down. So, <laughs> moving on. COVID killed my herpes. I'm sorry. Um, for, Just made it less noticeable yeah. for me. I mean, you know. Um, okay, so let's, let's continue, please. This release is a blend of the following. A four-year-old Kentucky straight brown rice bourbon. An eight-year-old Kentucky straight high rye whiskey, and a seven-year-old Kentucky straight whiskey, bourbon whiskey. Uh, the color is a beautiful caramel, and the nose has that characteristic Jim Beam peanut. There's a little muscovado sugar there, and that red fruit that I was missing in the um, in in the Remus is coming out here as well. And the palate. Let's try this again. Mm. Nice body. Right up front, I get that toasty brown rice, um, charred wood. The cherries come out in the palate again. And then it goes into this weird spice, which I don't know what's going on here. It's almost licorice It's Yeah, it's almost, it's not quite a baking spice. Yeah. You know, but it is, it's, Something, no. it's, there is, I think you're right, a little star anise. Yeah. Just a hint. And then, yeah. and then, and then it clears up and it's the, finish is warm and long and it feels good it's it's a nice finish and then right the very back end i got some pepper so again complex quite tasty i enjoyed it maury what'd you think well as much as i hate it i must have to agree with you today (laughs) um i i love the finish it's just this warm beautiful kentucky hug that just kind of goes on and on um, I think it's a beautifully made whiskey. I agree with you. Spot on on the description in terms of the spice, the nose, the palate. It's got a beautiful mouthfeel. It's full-bodied. It's uh, it's really delicious. It follows in, uh, in yeah, what he's done. Baby. <laughs> and uh, again, he's uh, he's an awesome whiskey maker. I'm I'm very impressed with this whiskey. 
Yeah, I wasn't expecting to like this because I, you know, some other people had talked to me and said, well, you know, and so I kind of already had a this, you know, this, right, exactly. You know, I liked previous releases of Little Book. You know, oh, I loved the. I didn't read anything coming into this that you had people talking about. I had had a couple people talk about and stuff, and so um, at first, I on the palette, I got something that was off-putting, and then it was like, wait a minute, that's. That's the brown rice. That's not, and then the peanuts. And I was like, "Oh my god, I'm in a Thai restaurant." Yeah, you know, I was like, "I'm I'm in a Thai restaurant. I'm having this the spicy peanut, uh, not the spicy, but the peanut sauce with with Sate. rice." You know, yeah, yeah. And that's I, what I'm having. I didn't that's find what the brown rice off putting to me. No. That wasn't. The, it was the after spice after after you go th- after it goes through its finish and its nice warm finish and stuff, and then you come back to it. Then it's like. Oh, it just kind of mellowed it out, you know, after the first time. It was very, very pleasant after that. The first time, it's like, hmm, what is it? It just kind it's of was off-putting to me. with air and then yeah, time yeah. and glass. It was, I, I just didn't know what it was, so it was kind of like, kind of caught me off guard. But I agree with and, you. My first sip, I was on the fence. Yeah. And as it sat here, and I've come back to it several times, I think it's um, it's really beautifully developed and, and opened up. Justin? I mean, and the nose, there's like three distinct, phases where it kept changing the different notes that would come out of it like first it was almonds then it was oranges and then the really? bean peanut Orange. after that almonds i'll give you but because that's close to the toasted brown rice right but yeah orange, it is close i don't get the citrus and then the palate only for me changed twice while the nose changed three times it's really mysterious and cool i liked it a lot and the finish stayed the same through the whole time. Through, like, you know, when I first got here, half hour later, hour later. It's a surprisingly long finish for such a, a mellow, layered, complex whiskey. I mean, it's yeah. not in right. your face. It doesn't punch you in the face. And that was what I'm saying. It's right. so it goes on and on. Yeah, well, the Remus was 100 proof and tasted hotter. This is 122. And it does not taste hot at all. Right, it tastes like its best asset is it's really long, yeah. mellow, delicious, delightful yeah, that, finish. That finish just goes forever. Yeah, it's like absolutely. That first taste, when I first tasted it, I just, I just wasn't, you know, but after that, after you go through that whole finish, then you go back and revisit it. It's like, whoa, this See, really I've, goes I've together. That, I've had that Jim Beam brown rice release, and I had the red wheat, and I had a couple of those that they put out. I love the brown rice and I love the, the wheat. So I, I, this for me wasn't a big surprise with the brown rice, well, and I was expecting it. So, do you have any be, of the chapter four yet? I, I think we have a couple bottles left. Yeah, well, we're going to be rating the little book chapter four lessons honored, a well deserved four sips. That's classified. So moving on to our next one, we're going to have Maury tell us about that. Thank you, Bob. Uh, the next whiskey today is the Old Forester twenty twenty birthday bourbon it's 49 percent abv or 98 proof it's a 10 year old expression with a mash bill of 72 percent corn 18 percent rye and 10 percent malted barley for the 20th release yes the 20th of the old forester birthday bourbon master distiller chris morris and master taster jackie zykan selected 95 barrels they were all barreled on june 5th of 2010 the full allotment of the product represents one day's production of Old Forester. This is the third birthday bourbon to be bottled at the Old Forester Distilling Company on Louisville's historic Whiskey Row. So that's kind of cool that they're actually bottling some stuff there. Yeah, because that facility is nice. mostly for show. Right, they're not really doing a whole. Are they doing any lot. production it's there? It's very, very small. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. very small. They do a few barrels. They self-describe the color as a dusty topaz. <laughs> what the hell is that supposed to mean? <laughs> the, I would call uh, it beautiful burnished copper. But, uh, everything is topaz to me now. Forget yeah, that brown. Forget topaz. that brown. Wash it down. This is all topaz now. Yeah. Uh, the nose, interesting blend of of white floral notes, and uh, we've all agreed there's a bit of magnolia there. There's some citrus, spice, vanilla, buttery leather, a little bit of cocoa. Um, there's definitely lots of uh, spice, brown sugar, a uh, hint of caramel, and even a hint of of tropical fruit. On the palate, it's a beautiful whiskey. It's got a, a delicious mouthfeel. It's got caramel and um, toffee brittle. And then there's some character of uh, tropical fruits that come through. Uh, hint of banana and mango. Uh, they describe some coconut, which I really did not get. And, and nut that I wouldn't swear is macadamia, but perhaps it is. And then it's got a beautiful finish. The finish is a little dry. little hint of uh, anise at the very end. Uh, just a really, really beautiful whiskey. I think it's a step up from last year's, and uh, maybe not as uh, exciting as I remember some of the previous releases, but definitely a step up from last year's birthday bourbon. And I, I agree. Yeah, this I think this is a little bit better than. I mean, I just opened up a 2013 the other day, and um, had all the dusty notes and characters and stuff to it. But this one here. There's too many layers to this one. Almost, it's almost like it's almost like there's too much going on, if that's possible no in thing. a bourbon. No such thing. You know, there's no such thing. But every um, time you come back to it, it's new and refreshing. Well, yeah, that's the whole thing. It's like, well, wait a minute. I just had that. And now I'm tasting this. Okay. And so I'm, I, I, Maury more, more mentioned magnolia. I mean, I was reading some of the notes that they had. They provided us, and I said, I don't get any of this floral note. This is no citrus here. What's going on here? And as it sits <laughs> in the glass. I got taken back to New Orleans. That is completely magnolias. Uh, it's crazy. And then the mango on the palate, I wasn't expecting that. It's all there. This is, this is layers of flavor. And so good. Exactly. Every single time you taste it, you get something else comes up. I got Earl Grey and tea just now. <laughs> what the hell? Black and that tea was the thing. On the first tasting, I, you were a little unimpressed but then the more you come back to it the more you find it's like a treasure hunt yeah i don't know what hawaiian flowers taste or smell like but i just imagine it when i taste this you know <laughs> yeah, the, the, the <laughs> i think they taste like crepe paper if you're talking <laughs> about the ones they give you at the airport and yeah. Mario's right, saying yeah. you didn't get coconut i'm coming back i'm getting coconut on the sides there's the how do they make this magic it's a magic elixir they did Justin, well what do you though. think so for me, there was a lot of coffee and mango, and those were the prominent notes. And uh, coconut was there, but it was kind of in the background. Nobody put water in any of our whiskeys today. I'm, I'm trying this. That's I true. Did, I, did I didn't get that. any coffee. Did you guys get coffee on this Not one? at all. Yeah, I, I don't about. get coffee. Yeah, I think he's morning coffee. Maybe my morning lingering. coffee spilled over. Yeah, I think Anything's possible. It's all I had today. So Out of the 43 layers I got, I didn't get coffee. <laughs> I get it. I, on the exhale, I get a, I get it like a like a mocha. A mocha. Yeah. Take a sip and then mocha, just mocha. slow exhale no. through the nose. Basically, if you can find a bottle, get a bottle because it's all going to taste different. But it's it's to you because this whiskey has got so many freaking layers. I cannot believe it. Oh wow! Every time you sip it, it's a different bourbon. Yeah. Yeah, I just this you know. is. I, I want more. Right. I wish. Yeah. I wish they'd send us bigger samples. Yeah. Of this la one. Last year's was yeah. good. This is. But way this better. is definitely. 
I guess for the 20th anniversary, you have to step yeah, it up to a bit. Step so. it up I think I've, I've tasted maybe six yeah, of these yeah, over yeah, the years, yeah. and this is my favorite one so far. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You heathen. I'm telling you. You have a short memory. Well, we're going to. The last one you taste is always your favorite. And that's not true. That's well, not true. We're going to be rating the 2020 20th anniversary Old Forester birthday bourbon, a well deserved five sips. Oh, All my right. God. Yes. 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 All right. So we're going to the next one. We're going to have Brent tell us about that one. Uh, you know, I sought out this. When, when, I, when I heard it was coming out, I sought this one out, and I uh, went and got this. This is the Old Fitz Bottled and Bond Spring 2020 release. It's 50% ABV, 100 proof, 9 years old. So the, starting in 2018, each spring and fall, a new edition of the Old Fitz, Gerald, Bottled and Bond Decanter Series is released. And they're nice because they come in a nice decanter. It's a nice ornate decanter inspired by the original 1950s Old Fitzgerald Diamond Decanter. The series re- reflects the tradition of both the old Fitzgerald history tied to John E. Fitzgerald and the historic bottled and bond designation. The Old Fitzgerald line is well known for its distilling pedigree as the brand was first registered in, 19, in 1884 by S.C. Herps and is eventually sold to Julian P. Pappy Van Winkle during Prohibition. Pappy moved production of the old Fitzgerald to his Stitzel Weller distillery, where it became the first great weeded bourbon. The ages of the past releases have varied from 9 to 15 years. Uh, this in here is a nice, nice uh, topaz. Everything's topaz forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all topaz forever. I, I can't it's say like brown the Pee Wee Herman right. show. Everyone has to scream. Let's be honest. When he, he doesn't says even topaz. know what a topaz is. He thinks it's like a mushroom <laughs> or a kind of dog. Or I don't know. I'll look up. I'm gonna look it's up a breed a chihuahua. <laughs> right. I'm gonna look up and see what what kind of cat topaz is. Anyway, make sure so. you look up dusty topaz. <laughs> <Yeah>. Dusty. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, all these are nice copper colors. You know, yeah. you, you get used to them. You see them all. Uh, you know, so some are a little bit brown, darker than others, down, yeah, right? Brown. Exactly. You know, so uh, you get um, this is get, you get some caramel. You get some peanuts on there. A little bit of citrus. The what finish. Did you say. <laughs> you get what on the? <laughs> I didn't say. Did you say peanuts? I said peanuts on the nose. Okay, it didn't sound like peanuts. Um, <laughs> It's Ooh. peanuts on the lips you got to worry about. Mm. There you go and stuff. Um, it's got this on, on the palate. You, you get the same. You get the you get the caramel. You get the you get you get some spice to it and stuff. Now, when I opened the bottle at your shop and we opened it up there at the at the store, thank you by the way. That was when we had that. That was like, oh my god, beautiful. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was just overtook you. And mm-hmm. this one here coming out of this bottle, which is a smaller sample bottle. Is a more like refined, uh, smoother it's finish. It's, it's oxidized. Yeah, yeah. that with what the, we're saying. Know. What we're saying to you people when you send us samples, send us the big one. <laughs> <laughs> send us the big bottle. Well, yes, but so that's big, a, big peanuts. One big peanuts. Well, we'll be back. Hey, and we're back, and we are in the midst of our fall release series number two show. We spent the commercial enunciating the word peanut. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Peanut. Thank you. Please peanuts. Put that second syllable in there. It didn't sound right, buddy. So we're discussing the old Fitzgerald bottled and bond uh, spring 2020 release. And uh, what the rest of you guys think? I thought it had a really cool 
dusty note on the nose, mm. which all the like really nice older bourbons have. To me, that came across as walnut. Didn't you get walnut? Yeah, the sort of the walnut yeah. astringency of the skin. Yeah. But anyway, I, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Justin. I'm, I cut you off because I had to say walnut because it's easier to pronounce than peanut. Mm. <laughs> you know, com- comparing this one to the old fits from the 80s, it's just like um, a fainter version of of that. And that was probably the old Stitzel Weller juice because um, a lot of the pappy and the old fits pretty similar. Oh, tell you when we open this up out of the out of the bottle. The yeah, I wanted to hear bottle. some more about that. Thank you for bringing that up. This was this was pow- powerful, almost overwhelming. It was a brighter whiskey. It was full bodied, but this this is they send us sometimes these these samples get oxidized. Plus, we're also we poured them in uh, for a while before we yeah let them breathe. Yeah, because that. Yeah, but was, I think you're right, though, Harm. I think you're onto something that the packaging makes a difference. Remember, these are bottles that. You know, may have been open, and then samples are poured off, and the integrity in terms of oxygenation and oxidation um, is not necessarily the same as a bottle yeah. coming off the line. I mean, the, when I tasted it there, I was like, "Okay, this is like one of my top, oh. my one of my top of the year." You know, this is one of the my favorite things of the year so far. I love when Brent you visits me; he always picks something really great and he always shares some. And let me tell you, that was a stunning bottle. So this, the you, I think we should just. Uh, Open some more of that. <laughs> Send Brent home. <laughs> get, Come to the, the house. Uber now. Come to the house and we'll uh, we'll share some more. You know. So well, regardless, it's yeah, it's, it's still good. Still, no, no, this is. I'd love to good. revisit that bottle. fascinating yeah. whiskey. The, the thing yeah. I got when we first op- when we first started tasting on this one, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, on the finish for on, sure. On, yeah, on the finish and on the nose. It's not quite Reese's for me because I, I I totally get the chocolate yep. and I, nobody mentioned that earlier except yeah, thank you for doing that chocolate oak brown sugar walnuts but not too much fruit and I think it was more fruit when we opened that fresh bottle right yes yeah. yes yeah this is this is Reese's peanut butter cup in a glass yeah I mean even Bob had a, Bob came over to the house and had it a couple of days later and it was. You know, I mean, this is stunning. This is good. Don't get me wrong. This is all good here, but this is just like a like a little subtle shadow of its former self. Well, it just yeah. What well, just well, it just shows how it changes. Yeah, you yeah. know, it just evolves with oxygen right. time. So, but we're going to be rating. But the, that may uh, speak for. I'm yeah. sorry to interrupt, but yeah. that may speak for things like uh, wine preservation systems and argon. If you wanted to preserve uh, this whiskey from the time you open it, nitrogen argon mix. Generally, yeah. people use for yeah. wine either. Yeah, just buy the it's wine preserver. Yeah, when you open go to can. The store. Yeah, I use Empty. it. I use whenever I open a, a real high end or you know a really old dusty bottle. I always give it a shot, just just to you know. I mean, when it's something that's ex- expensive and you're not drinking a lot of, then yeah. Yeah, if you're gonna savor it over a couple of years, yeah, definitely put some yeah. of that nitrogen in there. Of course, when Brent comes over, it doesn't matter because it lasts about 11 and a half <laughs> seconds. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> lasts. Yeah. You expect that bottle to last after yeah. I've opened it? No, it doesn't happen. So we're going to be rating the Old Fitzgerald sure. Bottled and Bond Spring 2020 release. A well-deserved four sips. That's classified. So let's move on to our next whiskey. And we're going to have Justin tell us about that one. So we're going to talk about Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond. It's a fall 2020 release. It's 50% alcohol by volume. 100 proof, and it's 14 years old. Of course, every bottle and bond's 100 proof, and this one's no exception. So the next whiskey is the fall release of the 
2020 Old Fitzgerald Bottled and Bond. And um, the color was uh, brown. The nose was subtle. I'm I sorry, got, that, that's Dusty Topaz. Dusty Topaz. Dusty Topaz. <laughs> Stand corrected. I did get a cane sugar note. Marketing people have such diverse thesauruses. They must get special ones. And then um, I got light aloe on the nose also. The palette for me was dominated. Did you go to the beach or something? Light aloe? <laughs> I haven't been to the beach in a long time. You could tell by my skin how pale it is. So It's like maybe you slathered yourself with some suntan lotion. <laughs> Not today. So uh, on the palette, I got big brown sugar notes, and the finish was medium. What did you think, uh, Brent? Yeah. This one is is completely different than you know you want to, when you have the two you have the fall and you got the fourteen year these are completely different and the one thing that noticed the most about this one is that this one has a lot more oak to it yeah it's an, it's very much um, if they didn't the tell age, you the age you tell you right you, you think would this you would know right away and it's almost to the point where it's you know almost too much oak but they you know they've stopped it like right at that point where they it's a like, little out oh, yeah. of balance it's yeah. not perfectly balanced right you know they've stopped it it's like okay wait a minute we let it go like a month too long or something you know or or something happened but it's it's really good still don't get me wrong don't think like well oh. it's it's a they're shooting for a different whiskey you know yeah. there, oh, there there are, are the there's a lot year. of people who like an older more oaked more dusty you know, right. the more that's, advanced age flavor on a bourbon. If you don't, and I think you, they hit it on the head. If with you this. don't want yeah. those lighter, fruitier notes, and you're getting more of these tannic, uh, yeah. oaky, oaky notes. I mean, I still got milk chocolate on this. I think. Oh, very much of, so. Plenty of milk very chocolate. Much so. It's not the, dark the, chocolate. It's milk chocolate. The walnut is still there. The, you who? Um, but the tannin is there. But I also got a little pepper on the finish. Anybody get pepper? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. But, but I mean, that's what I wrote it's, here. But it's very it's oak, but not to the point where it's overpowering, you know? So, I mean, that's the oak is right there, and it's and, and so you know it's an older yeah. you know And, and an it older depends bourbon. on your mood. I mean, sometimes I don't want the old, older, more astringent, more oaky, more dusty kind, and sometimes I do. Right now, I'm digging this yeah you know, oh I no there's nothing wrong with it don't give me this. don't i'm not trying to say that there's anything wrong with this one but you you have to compare but them it's different when you got a yeah. nine-year-old oh, and yeah, a 14 year old next to well, each that's, other yeah that and that's the fascinating thing is you can sit there and see how it changes over time right you know right what's even more fascinating is when you get a nine-year-old that tastes like this and a 14 year old tastes like the first one that's the one that messes with your head <laughs> <Yeah>. right and, <laughs> and 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 that happens and how many times have we had that and your just your brain just goes you know I, I read a description uh, of a scotch one time. The, the guy wrote it as a uh, dusty church pews. It's like I need to go to church more often because this is this is dusty church pews. This is that old wood. I'll give you that this one. Nice. Yeah, that's yeah. it. There you yeah. go. Again, this is. I mean, oh my god, I could sell. I, I could sell a damn tanker full of this in Japan. Yes, oh my I was god. Thinking that. <laughs> if they could make a million bottles of this, they could sell it in Japan for a thousand dollars a bottle and, and still not have enough. Right. Yeah, this is so. You're not looking for the fruit here. You're looking for those those older notes. Yeah, and it's there, and it's there in spades. Yeah, I it's really just, enjoy. It's this. got that dusty palette, dusty topaz, almost. Palette. Yeah, <laughs> dusty topaz palette, dusty church pew yeah. taste. It's all good. I mean, you know, there's there's a bit of the tannic oak, but there's honestly on the very top of it, there's a little bit of the sweet oak. So there's a tobacco note. Mm -hmm. I wanted to go sandalwood, but it's not sweet enough. Mm -hmm. no, no, it's definitely not. 
No, but I, I can see where you're going with that. It's definitely, there's there's almost that sandalwood note. Some, some little butteriness that crept in there as well. Yeah, that's that's what's setting up the sandalwood in your yeah. head. It's buttery and yeah. a little bit oaky. I, I just, it's quite good, but you have to be in the mood for a drier style whiskey. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, it's sweet. It's got some, the, some the really finish, great layers. The I don't finish really doesn't stop either, though. I mean, no, this is uh, a yeah. that finishes yeah. like, yeah. You know, excellent finish. I love this, you know, but it, it's if I was going to have a choice of drinking the two of them. The nine-year-old? Right. I would go with, uh, you know, I would go with the uh, the nine-year-old, exactly. Yeah, and, and that's your palate right now, you know. I mean, yeah. tomorrow may be different. Right, you know? right. And, and I would be, honestly, I'd be, out of, out of these two, I'd be leaning toward the one that we opened at the out house. of your bottle. Yeah. Versus over either, either one, one of these. these, right? You know, because that thing about blew your head off. You know, yeah. I mean, that was, and I had it. What they like the day after you opened it. So right, that was so powerful. If you're, if you're lucky mean, enough to find one of these nine years, man, open it, drink it that day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had it. I had no it about a, a week after Bob did same bottle, and it already had mellowed. So yeah, just open it up, hit it hard. Yeah, yeah. I tried. It's there and it's ready to go, man. I tried a lot of things in life. You know, would like to say we do not encourage binge drinking. (laughs) And if you do, (laughs) you don't encourage it. You just practice it. Yes, exactly. Start practicing. Really good. Yeah, that's my advice. All right. Well, we're going to rate the old Fitzgerald bottle of Bond Fall 2020 release four sips, but a different four sips. Yeah, entirely different. Right, entirely. I think the first one was more of a four bordering toward the higher end. Almost towards well, the yeah, it's, yeah. It's, yeah it's, it's strange to say, but four sips can mean something totally different for each different one. You know, it's, it's a different four sips. Mm-hmm. Well, sure. moving now on. something we hope you'll really like. Moving on to our next whiskey. We're going to go with the uh, King of Kentucky. What's that, Rocky? Yeah, that was Rocky. Why are you ruining my childhood? Rocket J. Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> now Rocky's associated with whiskey. And that, so much as anything else, led to my drinking problem. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so we are moving on to the King of Kentucky 2020 release. We've been very fortunate to have reviewed uh, a couple of these over the years. This one is aged 14 years. This is from barrel number three. So that tells you how little they have when they're doing them by barrel 65.3 abv 130.6 proof 79 percent corn 11 percent rye 10 percent malted barley um this one came from warehouse k floor eight and rick 46 so if you're able to sneak over that big barbed wire fence and sneak in there in the middle of the night if you can get to that spot in the rick house and roll one of those out roll one out from there yeah yeah um, so King of Kentucky was established in 1881 as a Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. Brown Foreman acquired the brand back in 1936 from selected Kentucky distillers and by 1940 had converted into a blended whiskey. <laughs> no, 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 no. Until some, it was, there is some good blended whiskey out there. Yeah, not, but not coming from Kentucky. Yeah, but not, not 1940. You know, back, back then batch, when they yeah. said blended, it was, ooh, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, it was continu- it was discontinued in 1968. In 2018, Brown Foreman revived the label. King of Kentucky is an annual release of a single barrel inventory featuring barrel strength, minimally filtered, proof presentation with each release and every barrel being unique. 
And when they say minimally filtered, I'm talking a strainer to catch the chunks minimally filtered. There is no carbon filtration at all. Uh, this year's release is a 14-year Kentucky Straight Bourbon selected from 32 barrels with an average yield of only 26%. So out of the 52 gallons, wow. 26% was left. With approximately 1,900 bottles available, the first two releases of King of Kentucky were only in Kentucky, but this 2020 edition will be in Kentucky, and for the first time, we'll actually leave the state with some very limited distribution in Ohio and Illinois. So um, that probably means one bottle each. <laughs> it's 1,898 in Kentucky. So this one... It's absolutely huge. Again, it's that proverbial brick to the face, yeah, a, just like it is over here. It's topaz there, Bob. It's not dusty. This oh, is a very dark burnt topaz. On the nose, just cherries, cherries, cherries. The graham cracker comes out. Always just put your just, glasses up to the microphone so the, just the audience can smell. And, Oh, my God. A little bit of citrus. So good. They're going to smell this one. I mean, they're yeah. going to smell this one yeah. through somebody the microphone. Opens, somebody opens this in your city, you'll know. Yes. Yeah. And then on the palate, hold on. Mm. Mm -hmm. Hold on. Hold on. I'm... Mm. Angels are singing right now. Oh, my gosh. That one is huge. Just dark, dark dark almost black caramel huge baking spice tobacco leaf um, old worn very hard worn leather a little bit of herbal note on the tip of the tongue cherries just abound I this, mean everywhere. we were talking about how complex some of the other whiskeys were this puts them all to shame yeah, yeah. this is insane yeah yeah, every year, every year, this one is just always. And I could imagine. Thank you so much for the yeah. folks at Brown Foreman for including us on the press list for this every year, oh because we're never going to see a bottle because we're not in Kentucky. And right. hey, if we're in Kentucky, we're still never going to see a bottle. Pretty much but, have to be a multi-millionaire. Oh my gosh! Track I, one of these down. And, I when when I opened the box and looked inside and saw the little wooden box of sample came in, I didn't know that it was coming right then, so I wasn't expecting it, and I let out a squeal like a Girl Scout. Even my secretary goes, you must have got something good. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea. What do you guys think? If you say anything bad, I'll kill you. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I would love to have this as, uh, you know, when you have the graham crackers and you got the, you know, the marshmallow and the chocolate. Throw some cherries. Throw some dessert. cherries in there. Yeah. Throw some cherries in that in that s'more. And, um, man. Yeah, it's like a cherry s'more. Oh, gosh. It was, this is just, it's just delicious. Maple syrup came out on my third sip. Oh, yeah. there's lots my of third nose. I didn't find. get any, I yeah. didn't get any maple earlier, but then maple syrup came out. So this is like this is Vermont maple syrup. There's all this kinds of goodies nice. that you can find. Just just all you got to do is look for it. It's got so much going on. It's so big. It's so mouth coating. It's viscous. It's just a delight. Yep. I've never had a bourbon that grew in flavor after hitting the air. But through the whole hour and a half this has been open, it just keeps getting bigger and bigger. It's awesome. Well, I mean, what more can you say? I mean, it's just, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, there's a reason why this stuff is so rare because... It's the heaviest whiskey I've ever yeah, had. You just can't, I mean, you just can't hit this many this good. Five sips, well-deserved. 
Oh my goodness! Yes. Yes. Honestly, yes. I'd give it more. I'd, He's going to 11. Yeah, I'd try to give it 11. It's a different five sips than some of the other five sippers. Yeah, it's about a 12. <laughs> again, it's again. A dusty Topaz five sipper. What did you say, Spinal Tap? <laughs> this, I'm saying it, this is a whiskey for a certain mood. This whiskey is so heavy, heavy. It's like Oh, it's not I, an all-day sipper. No. No. This is this is no. end of the night. Uh, dessert. Dessert whiskey. Or, or not even just that. It's well, not the end of the night. It's not like drink this and go to bed. This is like several hours. Well, that's all the time we have right now. So, all right, fine, fine. We hope you enjoyed this episode. God knows we did. If you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap the subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri, Alexa, Google, or your Uncle Larry to play podcast Sip, Suds, and Smokes. We love your feedback. You can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. Our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter every day at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, and our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. You'll also be able to interact with the thousands of other fans on there. Um, we're also on Instagram at Sip, Suds, and Smokes, or at Made Man Bob. So I want to thank everybody for joining us. Thank you, Brent. Uh, thanks for putting up with me. If you could just wear pants. <laughs> Never. Thank you, Maury. Thank you, Bob. Another amazing day in the basement. And thank you, Jessen. Thank you, Bob. Amazing day. And thank you, Harm. I forgive you all for misleading me, making me miss the BTEC show, recording on a different schedule. But whatever, dude, this made up for it. Thank you. Wonderful. If, if this doesn't make you happy, then Not you're nothing. just, there's nothing that can be done. My heart grew three sizes today. What are you, the Grinch? <laughs> <laughs> yes. You should see somebody about that. He's definitely the Grinch. <laughs> well, he isn't green. Yeah, but he's still oh, the Grinch. So good. <laughs> So good, so good. Ah, <laughs> uh, I love the fall, gentlemen. has been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time